Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We are so very pleased that you've decided to join us for our presentation of Stories of the Savior. My colleague and I have been discussing the birth of Jesus, and we have decided that it doesn't really start in the New Testament. Quite right. You see, it actually starts at the beginning. So that's where our presentation is going to begin. At the beginning. Yes, at creation to be exact. You may be wondering, what does the birth of Jesus have to do with creation? And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and He beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. unexpected but enjoyable that tune was familiar hmm I would like to back up just a bit though I want to talk specifically about the people who were created on the sixth day of creation yes of course Adam and Eve and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul 
And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. You may ask, why do you bring them up in a Christmas presentation? Yes, why are you bringing them up? Well, it all started with them. They are the first story of the Savior. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Sounds like the blame game to me. Yes, but by their disobedience, the human race now needs a savior. That's why we wanted to do this presentation today. Our presentation is called Stories of the Savior because we are telling about different people in the Bible and their story of the Savior. Exactly. I have this chart that can help us along the way. Fancy. I know. So, who's next? Noah. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of his thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Thank you. 
How does Noah have a story of the Savior? But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometime were disobedient, when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a-preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. So Adam and Eve have a story, and so does Noah. Who else? We are going to move on to Abraham. I love his song. Father Abraham had many sons, many sons. No, 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 no. We're not going to sing that song. So what was Abraham's story of the Savior? And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. 
And if ye be Christ's, then ye are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Jesus came from the bloodline of Abraham. So Abraham was Jesus's great, 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 really great grandpa. I guess you could say it like that. But they also said that Jesus came from David. Should we go on to him next? And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. Of this man's seed hath God, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a Savior, Jesus. Jesus came from the line of David. And that leads us up to the actual birth of Jesus. We skipped a lot of people in the Bible who have stories that lead up to the birth of Jesus. Yes, but if we showed every single one of them, we would still be presenting them until Jesus came the second time. So, we just decided to show a few. That makes sense. I would probably get hungry. We're going to move on to the people who had a personal story of the Savior. There are many people who have stories that directly relate to the birth of Jesus. Let's start with Mary's story. She is the best place to start when we're discussing the actual birth of Jesus. Her story was a deeply personal one. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. 
He shall be great, and he shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Mary's story starts with her being told that she had been chosen to be the mother of the Savior. That truly is an amazing story. This is where John's story started as well. John's story started before he was even born. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John, and thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn unto the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and the power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into a house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost, and she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of the salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. John's story of the Savior continues, but that will have to be for another presentation. Right you are. We are just talking about the stories of the Savior as they have to do with his birth today. Joseph's story fits in here. Joseph was questioning whether he should take Mary as his wife when an angel came to him in a dream and told him that it would be okay. The angel told him, And he shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife. John's story is that he was chosen by God to raise his one and only son here on earth, to be his father here on earth. That is an incredible story. Can you imagine raising the son of God as your very own child? Oh man, talk about pressure. And the pleasure. Just like it is raising any other wonderfully gifted child. Just ask my parents. <coughs> We're going to move on to the innkeeper.
And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, unto Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. That didn't mention an innkeeper. It does say that Mary gave birth to Jesus and laid him in a manger. Do you know what a manger is? Sure, it's like a trough that animals eat out of. And where do we usually find troughs that animals eat out of? In barns. And what's another name for a barn? A stable. Someone has to own stables, don't they? Yeah. That is who I'm calling the innkeeper. She was the owner of the place where Mary and Joseph stayed and where Jesus was born. Right. She has a story of the Savior. She didn't know that by telling Mary and Joseph that they could stay in her stable, that she was giving housing to the Son of God. Wow, what a thought. Yes, she was able to provide a place for her Savior to stay, and she didn't even know it.
This is where the shepherd's story fits in also. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying... And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph, and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that had heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, and it was told unto them.
There was a man named Simeon who also had a story of the Savior. He was told by the Holy Spirit that he would not die until he saw the Savior. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he up him in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. He was actually able to hold the Savior in his arms. But let's not forget about Anna. Her story was right there with Simeon's. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phineal, of the tribe of Asser. She was of a great age and had lived with an husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. So, that concludes today's presentation. Of course, you all know that this evening's presentation is only the beginning of the story. This is only the beginning of the stories of the Savior. There are so many people who have a story of the Savior. What's your story? Thank you.